Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. We are going to dive right in today to a topic that we were just, I was just sharing with Maria, a quote I just read in Emma Lett's newest book, The Power of One More. And you all know we're both mm -hmm. here. <laughs> so grateful for your work and giving you a shout out there, but um, I just exactly. thought it was really powerful. And we see this a lot in our coaching, but there's a quote in his book where he says, it's not your future that you're afraid of. It's your past that makes you anxious and scared to dream. Do that again. That's so good. Yeah, let's read it one more time. Mm -hmm. It's not your future that you're afraid of. It's your past that makes you anxious and scared to dream. It's not wow. your future that you're afraid of. You guys, I want you to just sit with that for a minute. It's because so many people, when, when we coach people, we've seen this time and again, where there's a fear or they think that they're afraid of the future, but it's mm -hmm. not your future that you're afraid of. It's your past that makes you scared of what lies ahead, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, there's so much power and we talk so much in our world and even on our podcast about healing our past, because if you don't heal your past, you will bleed on those that didn't cut you. And while all of that is true, I think, again, going back to our number one theme here of balance, sometimes we can get too stuck in, well, what was it? And I have to figure out what it was. And, you know, I know I've been there and you don't always figure it out, but you have to be able to get to a place where you can move on and let go. Yes. Actually, that's so funny. I was just talking to someone this week and we were literally having this, this conversation about this idea that when it comes to wounds and it comes to identity there, you can identify so much with your past and with your wounds that that becomes, it's like, that's what you're all about, you know? So there's, there's not even space for the future because you're so fixated on the past, on what, which you went through, you know, and, and even when you meet new people that becomes the focus, focal point is like, oh yeah, but this was my past rather than, Hey, this is who I am. And this is where I'm going, you know? Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and so it, it's such an interesting concept when you think about it, that it, it's, it's not where you're going. That's great. But it is, and we've, we've talked about it. I think this quote before. It's, because that, it's all, you know, right. It's yeah. wired in. And it's that dance of truly doing mm -hmm. the healing work. And we know how important that is, but yeah. also not letting that define you and, and yeah. really having the ability to let go and let God. Yes. And yes. to move on, because how can we ever change our future from our past if we yes. can't, if we stay stuck in it? And so much of what we see and deal with yes. is anxiety. 
society. That's not about what lies ahead because it's unknown and you have the, the ability to co-create your life with God. And he asks us to be co-creators of our life with him. He gives us the free will and you are staying stuck in your vision or what you know of the past that may not be good. And you're holding on to that. You, you can't even allow God to create that beautiful future you because you're pushing it away. You're resisting yeah. it. It goes back to that, that other quote that we've talked about before is, you know, are you defined by memories of the past or a vision of the future? And we all are. We all totally. are. Totally. But really, gosh, when I read that, I just thought, gosh, Ed, that's so brilliant because mm. we all are. And we know that the more aware we become, the more we can actually take complete intention yeah. and focus on not living like that. Or is it, yeah. Even even if it's not wounds and bad things, it's like, well, are we just going to do this because it's the way we've always done it? Yeah. And you're stuck in those patterns of this is just familiar. And you may want, you may want more, you may want less, you may want different. Like, you know, are we just going to buy the kids a ton of Christmas gifts? Because that's what we've always done. Mm. Or we want to simplify. Maybe it's not more, maybe it's less, you know? Um, It kind of goes back to, you know, again, another topic that we talk a lot about, it goes back to intentionality and awareness, you know, because if, if I'm thinking very intentionally and being very aware of, okay, maybe this is what I've always done. And this is how it's always looked. Do I want to continue making it look like that? You know, do I want to continue Really designing it? Yeah. Being very intentional in that part, actually a friend of mine, something that she did, it was her birthday. And she was like, Hey, would you send me some questions to journal about kind of looking back on the past? Cause it's something that I've, I've always done on my birthday is I'll sit down and I go sit with the Lord and I'll just journal on some questions such as, you know, okay, looking back over this last year, what went really well, you know, and why did it go well? What didn't, what are some things that need change going into this new year? And so, you know, with that, I think it, it brings that intentionality and that awareness of, okay, this stuff, some of these things were great. And I love the way that I did this. And I love the way that, you know, this turned out, but then some things, okay, that was not well done. This needed work, whatever it was. Right. And I think having, or incorporating that into your day, bringing that awareness, bring that intentionality can make a big difference as you are looking forward to towards the future and co-creating with the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, I think something in our culture today that we have seen is there is less of a desire for people to get married than there ever has been statistically. And I think a lot of that comes from the, from people's past and having, you know, broken homes or so much Mm -hmm. heartache and hurt in their homes Mm -hmm. and really knowing like, you can break cycles. And it, and it yeah. is true that we see it yes. is hard to break cycles, but when you're doing it intentionally and, yeah. you know, just this week, I was just honoring, I have so much respect for people that take charge and they do break yeah. those family cycles because it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in the unknown where, right. you know, I was blessed to come from a great family. So too much is given, much is expected, right? Like, right. you know, so I have no excuse, but I just have the utmost respect for people that take responsibility for their life and say, no, I want to do it differently. I want to do it totally that way. And yeah. so this really does this, this whole idea of not being fearful of our past because not projecting our past into our future yes. because you can, you have the ability to do it. It's all yeah. up to you. Right. And then what's amazing with that is it causes a ripple effect, you know, and it ends up touching other good or bad. 
Right. There's a friend of mine that I know who she, um, her and her boyfriend, they decided and they decided, gosh, they were in college and they decided, Hey, we are not going to sleep together until we're married. That was just a decision they had made. And no one else in their friend group did that. No one else in the, you know, in any of their circles did that, but that was just something they really felt like, Hey, this is, you know, this is something that we really believe is the right thing to do. And what's so cool. No one in our family has done that. Nobody in any of that. She has a younger sister. So, so she's now married, has been married for, I think a year or two. And her younger sister has now decided that that's what she wants to do as a result of that. And we were just, we were talking about, wow, look at this ripple effect of you and you have stopping a cycle that's, that has been, you know, totally different in your family, totally different in your friend group, totally different. And suddenly you guys have started this whole new cycle of virtue, of goodness, of truth, of beauty. And it's for you, it's for your own good to minimize the damage and pain that you, you, you know, rules are made for our freedom. Yeah. so that's a whole nother podcast, but, right. and just like we say, like life is caught more than taught. And that yeah. example is just so mm-hmm. beautiful. It's just like, we say the greatest sermon you ever preach is a life you live, but yes, it's just notion of, you know, if you are in a place where you're having anxiety or you're worried about the future mm-hmm. and, and we know the most used phrase in the Bible is be not afraid. Yes. So God doesn't want us to live in that fear and that worry and that anxiety, but you know, we all have worries and Absolutely. A, a quote I remember from whenever I was, gosh, probably middle school is worrying. It's like a rocking chair, it gets you something <laughs> to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. That's right? so, good. so really bringing that to mind yeah. is like, well, it's kind of true, but you have yeah. to take, be very intentional and take captive those thoughts yeah. and say, am I really worried about the future or am I projecting the, the negative my past into the future, which, mm-hmm. you know, we, I think we, what if our lives so much and this, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just talk, so. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if that happens? I'm like, first of all, control what you can control mm-hmm. and leave the rest to God. And if, and when you get to that bridge, we can cross. figure out how to cross it, but yeah. you may be wasting so much time and energy and worry on something that may or may not ever happen. Well, and the other side of that is, is something that I love to invite my coaching clients to consider is that, okay, let's give, so you, what if, okay, but what if this happens and it's all the bad stuff, right? But have you given the other side, what we call equal airtime, you know, mm-hmm. have you also considered what if this goes right? What if this amazing thing happens? What if this, you know, comes from it? And so often we're just looking at all the potential bad things, what about the potential good things, right? And you've heard us talk about, again, you guys have heard us talk about this idea that what you think about, you know, those thoughts create emotions in our bodies. And then we have actions that flow from that. And then we have the fruit in our lives. And so if we don't like the fruit that's going on, then going back to what are those thoughts? So when mm-hmm. it comes to looking towards our future, really, okay, yes, your brain is going to offer you, here's all the things that very possibly could go wrong because of your past, but then being intentional about, okay, I heard you <laughs> it's noted. Now let me look at what could go right. What could be something beautiful that could come from that. And then I think the other part of that is, do you trust God? Number one, right. Just how you said, like, do you trust that if you come to that hard bridge, you know, you can get through it. And do you trust God and do you trust it? He'll get you through it. 
Right, right. That there's this combination of both a trust in God and a trust in yourself, not in an ungodly self-reliance, but in uh, that God has given you the capacity, right? That we have a father of details. Yes, that, that you will be able to get back up, that he's got your back, that you, you know, you, I think of so often with little kids, sometimes before they'll, they'll start to try to climb something sometimes, and they almost get stuck and they look over to their mom or dad. And, and if they're like, you got this, you can do it. You see I'm them. Back. Yes. They, they muscle back up and they go after it again. And, and I think of, I think sometimes of myself like that with the Lord, that sometimes there's moments where I'm like, kind of looking back, I'm like, is this okay? Can I do this? And I'm and- putting my toe in, but yeah. You know, it reminds me of uh, working with a dear friend who had been hurt in relationships as we all are. And, you know, she went on a couple of dates with this great guy Mm. and she was real fearful about jumping, jumping in. Yeah. And I remember saying to her, she's like, what if he hurts me? What if this, what if that, what if we break, like, what if I'm brokenhearted again? What if I can't get up? And I love that Kane Brown Brown song. It's like, what if he, and I kept saying, what if he goes and changes your name? (laughs) Yes, <laughs> you know, and lo and behold, he was the one and they're married and they're awesome. But I always believe yes. her. I'm like, what if, what if he goes and changes your name? You know, right, right. I can't sing, but you know, I love that because why don't we give equal airtime to the good? And why don't we think of the possibilities of all the good that, that yeah. God has? And to remember that if we struggle with ruminating on the past of the negative, the devil will use that against us. He knows and not giving that any traction because he's much smarter than us. Like don't give him an inch. He'll take a mile. So season of really projecting all the negative onto our future, really take a step back and say, what is there to worry about? If you know, we're going to absolutely have hills and valleys in life and just accept it right now that not everything is going to be a hill or a mountain. We will have valleys, but also thinking, that valley is for a purpose yeah. and knowing that everything we go through is, is to make us better, to refine us, to mold us, to shape us if we allow it. And when, when we resist it, you know, mm-hmm. nobody wants to be in the valleys, but they're necessary in order for our own growth, for our own, our own sanctification, our own, um, yeah. letting go. And if things were mountains and hills all the time, we wouldn't need God. Yeah. Right. Which goes back to that whole thing. Do we, do we trust that we have a father? who loves us, a father who's good, a father who is one of details for all of those things. Because I think sometimes we're afraid to take steps into what we want because it feels more comfortable to stay in a situation where we don't, yeah, that, that we, we don't like. And there's, there's this idea that until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of stepping out into that uncomfortable place, that unknown zone, you know, we just stay there. And so I think we want to invite you guys to consider that you can step out into that next step of the future, you know, that with a great hope, right? Comfort really is the enemy of great. Oh my gosh. We weren't made to be comfortable. We we have, um, you know, if you even go back a hundred years ago, life is not ever comfortable. We have come such a place. And I think that the devil has used comfort. Yeah. Totally. This his advantage. He he's brilliant, man. But, um, you know, really thinking we were never made to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. We were made to continue to push and to grow and to change and to, to thrive. And so if you want to stay in comfort, you're never going to become the best version of yourself. And just really yeah. having faith and hope those, those three greatest virtues, faith, hope, and love 
having faith to step out and having the hope that there is a great future ahead from you. And it's not going to be easy and it's not going to always be comfortable, right. but it will be worth it. Yes. And just having, believing that our father is a father who loves us so deeply that he cares for us far greater than any love we can even imagine. And knowing with that great faith, that strong hope and that expectant love that we can have a great future to lie ahead. Yes. So good. And so important, you guys. So just, we, you know, again, we invite you to like, share, download, let us know all the things. And let us, you know, let us know what are some topics that you would like to hear us talk about. Again, this is something we were just talking about today. And we wanted to share that because more time, we'll leave it with you. It's not your future that you're afraid of. It's your past that makes you anxious and scared to dream. So if you haven't gotten Ed's book, the power of one more, get it. So great. We love it. We love you, Ed. We're going to have you on this podcast. We're still here for you. So until then, we'll see you next week on Girl Water Your Grass.